Super Talk Mississippi media production. All right, let's do this. Welcome to Thunder and Lightning Post Game Live from my car here on the Mississippi State campus. A fun day for me. I took the day off to sort of just be a fan today. Uh, if I, if you're listening and I talk to you up in the club level, I appreciate it. We got a lot of great people up there telling me they enjoy what I do. That means the world to me. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, I did not appreciate the football game as much, but it just kind of is what it is. Mississippi State does get the win. 39-33 is the final. Ugh. That was disgusting. And at the end of the day, though, you got the win, and that's all that matters. Uh, you move to 6-3. and three, You're bowl eligible. It's about it all you can hope for at that point. Uh, didn't play well uh, offensively. Defensively, I thought they played all right up until the fourth quarter. But, I mean, it's sort of been the, the tale of the season, right, of how, you know, they, they, they played poorly offensively. And then at the end of the, uh, the game, they are – they're just sort of gassed and gave up some rushing yards. But some good plays there at the end. Couple of nice drives. I'll give Will Rogers credit when when he had to get the, the job done, he did. And here we are. All right, let's jump into it. It's gonna be tough for me to read the uh, the comments. I will do my best to check in there every now and then. But let's start with Rob Hadaway. Rob, you there? Rob, you there? Hey, Brian. Hey, are you are you in your car? Yes, yes, I'm in your car. I'm in my car. Are you in your car? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're car buddies. All right. All right. Hey, I got a question. Um, so if this game was a hand of blackjack, okay. what number did Mississippi State uh, stand on? <laughs> um, um, they stood they on stood 14, 14 with a dealer showing a 7. seven. <laughs> okay, good answer, good answer. That's, that's what we'll go <laughs> with. We'll go with. All right. <laughs> Lo and behold, they, they, they busted. Shockingly. yeah. yeah. Or uh, maybe uh, I should, maybe go, I should like, go like they had an they ace. Had an ace. <laughs> we didn't take, we didn't the, take insurance. the insurance. They flip, they flip it, it, and it's like it's like seven, seven and they hit. They, they just, just kept, kept hitting, hitting to they finally, they finally busted. Yeah, like a yeah. seven a card seven bust. bust. They definitely asked for a card on nineteen. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't remember a, a game so gloriously dumb that we won. Uh, the, 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 I said in the uh, in the post game, or not in the, po- the post game. I said to a friend, I was like, "This is like three to two, but with scoring." <laughs> right. Well, it's like it's it's like we got we got a seventeen point lead and said, "All right, let's see if that's good enough." Yeah. So. All right, Rob. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thank you, man. Talk to you later. Oh, we got some people getting mad back there. I can't do anything about y'all guys. I'm, I'm still in my parking spot, so I know it's not me that they're upset at. All right, uh, Justin Leonard was up next. Justin. Yeah, you pretty much right. already said what I was going to say. That game, <laughs> I never in a million years thought I would see 3-2 again. And I was front row center student section for that one. And, oh, my God. It's like you said, scoring. That's the only difference. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, both teams played incredibly poorly. 
and it was just a, a case of one of them had to lose. Yes. It was almost a case more of them that one of them had to win. Like you won by attrition. Yes. Yeah, yeah pretty much. That, that it, it was it was like the literal evil twin of 3-2. Incredible. Hopefully we don't ever have to go through that again. So <laughs> Thanks, I had everything you did. All right. Thanks, Justin. Appreciate it, man. Uh, next up, uh, Shelby Beach. Then we'll go to Scott Neighbors. And then my cousin, Stephen Agostinelli, will join us. Shelby, you there? I'm here. You got me? I do. Go ahead. What the hell did we just watch? <laughs> we all suffer through that together, friends. We, we, yeah. We, we, we may be stronger for the experience. Yeah, well, I really suffered through it. I have pink eye in both eyes. Shout out my two-year-old daughter. <laughs> you, if only it had been bad enough to swell up both eyes that you couldn't see. Exactly. That would have been, been better for you, to be honest. Yeah. Look, we we do not have anybody on offense, apparently, with like some killer instinct or mentality. This is like what... That, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, when we get we come out that second half and just play flat. Yeah. And, and nobody wanted to catch a football. Is, like, I understand Auburn's putting some guys up in the box, but you're up 24 to 6 at the half. Like, run the ball. It, it has, it's reaching a point with me where I want Leach to tell Rodgers, we're going to run the ball on this play, and if you don't run the ball, I'm going to take you out of the game. I, that's what it's getting to. I, 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 like I said, I can't wait to get home and see the, uh, the the live stats because I feel like State threw it thirty straight times in the, from the second quarter into the third quarter. I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't understand how this offense looked the way it did against Texas A and M and Arkansas, where it was so balanced and everything was working. To, to now, they cannot. They've gone back to twenty twenty. They cannot run the football at all. And I understand having Dylan Johnson, he was sort of limited tonight. But Marks and Price are good enough. Marks is good. So, that's just a brutal night. And then the special teams. We haven't even talked about that. I mean, I can't. The things that are true, there's going to be a lot of them. I'm just going to tell you, tomorrow's pod, I'm going to actually have to do some work. Not looking forward to it. So, all right, Shelby. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Uh, we got Scott Neighbors. Then Stephen Agostinelli, Hunter Courtney, you'll be uh, in the hole. Scott, are you there? I'm here, Brian. Uh, What's up? Just got a few comments and uh, two, two questions for you. First comment sure. is, uh, it looked like we saw a ton of Justin Robinson tonight, and I, I really liked what I saw from the, mm-hmm. you know, him catching the screen and getting upfield. He's a lot taller than I realized. I was down closer to the field tonight. They say he's a good um, 6'3", 6'4". Okay. Yeah, it looked like we went to him a lot tonight, or he was just more available than he has been recently. Mm-hmm. Um, him and Ra Ra both. Mm-hmm. The uh, comment I wanted to make was, or question was, why when we get a lead, do we just say, okay, that's enough, and then hold on for dear life? And then it's like, okay, they're getting back in the game. Let's go score again, and then we do it. And it's like, well, why don't we just do that the whole time? And then um, my last comment is, Brian, don't lie to me. Okay. Nobody thought Massimo was making that field goal. Nobody. To so send it make, to overtime. <laughs> he makes the first one, but they call timeout. And we're just, everybody up in the – what I was standing by was just like, well, there's no way he'll make the second one. 
Right. When he makes the second one, we're all like, okay, there is literally no way he's going to make a third one. And he did. So exactly. That's, that's a big, big Stones moment there. Absolutely. Good for him. And then I'll tell you, I didn't understand, though, the 50, I guess it's a 55-yarder, 56-yarder. There, what, Raven's already proven he, he can hit from there. He's hit from 53 easily early this year. Why do you not drag him out there for that? I didn't, I didn't get that decision. You know, they, they change punters every other possession. Why not give a second kicker a chance there? Um, and then with Robinson, I mean, I sort of go back to something I said a few weeks ago. This is a kid who was good enough to get an offer and a, a commitment out of high school to go to Georgia. You know, and Kirby Smart is not a guy who just throws around offers and just signs kids just to sign him. I think it's pretty obvious he can play. I expect him to his role to continue to grow. And then by maybe, you know, going into next year, he can be, I think, him and Ra Ra on the outside at the, because they've got to move Tulu into the middle. They, they have to do it. He, he is not an outside receiver. He has to play in the slot with maybe Wally or Harvey, whoever's there. That's a pretty good group. We'll see what happens uh, out of that. So. Thanks, Scott. I appreciate it. Let's, uh, let's go to my cousin, Stephen Augustinelli, who is probably in a terrible mood because our our beloved cousin and his brother, Chris Augustinelli, is in a fine mood as Tigers winning the game tonight. Steve, are you there? You you took my question because I was going to ask if you heard why uh, Raven did not. I have, haven't heard, and I, I doubt anybody will ask, so. It's just I, I I didn't get it, and it's there's a lot of things not to get. <laughs> you know, I'd rather be angry after a win than angry after a loss. So, um, is this the angriest you can remember being after a win recently? I like I'm trying to think back to a game where I was just like, we did I've not been, deserve been, to win more. I've been angrier after basketball games. Oh, basketball doesn't count for you. No, that doesn't count. That's when the cousin <laughs> Football. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I know nothing's coming to me. But yeah, that man. I mean, the fact that it was 24 to three, and I was—I'll tell you guys this. I was thinking at 24 to three about maybe leaving at five with five minutes to go to get you know, get a head start and get home, and that way I could start the podcast or the the post game show all the time. And I guess just putting that thought in my head was enough to to force all this stuff to happen. So, oh well, it, it, it was a, it was a bad offensive performance. I mean, it's just. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no there's no getting around that. There's no getting around that. So all right, guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye. All right, who's up next? Uh Hunter Courtney and then Brad Haynes will join us. Go ahead, Hunter. Hey Brian. I just want to say there is no way that kick that went off that guy's face was planned. Okay, so Leach said in post game that that was not planned, that they were just trying to squib it just to prevent a return. And it just – it literally is a, a just a lucky bounce or however you want to look at it, and it hit that guy in the chest. Absolutely unplanned. If, if I tell you, I'll tell you this. If that was planned, you should give Eric Melee a raise. I don't care what happens with the punters because that's the greatest onside kick I've ever seen. But it was not planned. I've been a Mississippi State fan for 20 years. We never get those bounces. No, no. That's, that's the first, and I promise – 20 years from now, it'll be the last. We will never get one again like that. If I live another 20 years, I'd be happy, Brian. There you go, buddy. I appreciate it. All right, Hunter. Uh, let's go to Brad Haynes. Nobody else, else in the queue might be a short one tonight. I know it's a late night for you guys. Uh, but if you do want to have a question or a comment, just jump right in. Brad, you are there. Hey, bud. What's up? 
What's up, buddy? Man, just, uh, you said something about it earlier, but I'm looking over the live stats. I can't really tell how many we had in a row, but it looks like, if my math's right, we passed it 31 times in the second half and had four true runs. If you, <laughs> if you take out Georgiopolis on the punt that counts yeah. as a run and a couple Roger scrambles, we had four true runs in the Oh, my gosh. Half. I mean, that's, that's, you can't win like that. And, and, you, I, and I'm not I'm not guessing. I, I mean, I know we won, but you can't that's not sustainable. That's what state was doing in twenty twenty. I thought crazy. I thought they were past that. What's so frustrating is is like you win the game and Woody goes up the middle untouched to win the game. And it's like yeah. how how do you not see that? Like I'm like you if it's Will, if it's Leach, it's like I told my brother tonight. I coach baseball. We give our guys certain freedoms to green light on 3-0 or green light still. Right, right, right. If they do something stupid, we take that right away and for, we force you to do what we want you to do. You, you've got to be able to change that up. This is the thing that, that frustrates me to no end with, with Leach is that, one, again, like you just said, you're the coach. Call the plays. Tell your quarterback, I don't care what you see. I don't care. I don't care. Run the football on this play. But two, if if you're if they're loading up the box on you, again, you're the head coach. Design a package. You have you had a two weeks, and you've seen two weeks of film of teams loading up the box on you and keeping you from running it. So put together a package with the two backs. <laughs> put together a package where you go with an extra lineman. Do something. You are the head coach. It's your job to fix it. It's yep, not your yep. job to complain about it. Let me ask you this because I've always been curious. We do it with with coaches that we'll we'll, we'll lean on somebody about what are you teaching this spot, whatever. Yeah. I'm I'm genuinely and I'm pretty sure I know the answer is Mike Leach is stubborn, but I'm genuinely curious how he has so many disciples like Sonny Dykes and Josh Heupel and Lincoln Riley yeah. that run his air raid pass concepts but have adapted run principles, and they're all top ten offenses. They're all top ten teams. I'm I'm curious why he doesn't talk to them and say, hey, what's working for you? Why don't you adapt? I think he does, but two things. One, he doesn't have the quarterback for that right now. I mean, having a quarterback with a little bit of mobility is the biggest key to that, and, and he just doesn't have it with Will, and he's not, he's not going to make a change there. And then I think, two, there, there's, there is some stubbornness, but – I think he just he just he it's just more confidence. I think he he really does believe. And look, go back to last year when State played Auburn, and how how that offense became unstoppable for two and a half quarters. We've seen that when when it is running and when, when they get the right looks, that they can be a, a potent offense. The problem is when they are when they're taken off schedule, or when teams do something to to disrupt Will Rogers' timing or. If they put something out there that he hasn't seen on film, they can't seem to recover from it. No, nope. and they, that's that's the issue right now. They've got to be able to recover from it, and you know, right? Because we're sort of back where we were two years ago, when we're, you know, second and ten, second and eleven, you might as well just punt. I mean, it, it, the drive's over. It, it's they 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 can't convert longer plays. So they got a lot of work to do. I mean, good luck. Number one team in the nation's coming in this weekend. Yeah, and to your point, we were four sixteen on third down. So in yeah. third and long a lot. They so. were really good on third down in the the first half of the season. They, I mean, they were one of the best teams in the SEC. Now they're not. So yeah. all right. Thanks, safe home. Bye, Bubba.
Uh, let's see here. We got my friend Tyler Jones is going to join us here right now. And then Jay in Baltimore, you're on deck. No baseball questions, Jay. Go ahead, Tyler. Hey, you got me, Brian? What's up, Big Jones? Oh, just another day in paradise, brother. Listen, I just want to do it. Quick shout out to uh, that fellow that took that um, Randy Johnson fastball off the chest there. That was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome, man. I'm surprised he just exploded a million pieces. No, um, <laughs> that's about all I got. Uh, yeah, we, we, uh, honestly, it seems like we almost got lucky. That was the worst special teams performance of the season. And that and that's we had a kickoff return for a touchdown in there, which is that's that, as Mississippi State as it gets, right? Yeah, and they made what two? They made two out of three field goals, and the one they missed was from 55 yards. Right. I mean, they had some good moments, but God, the bad ones were awful. But it should be it, it, duality of man, sir. I, I don't know what the else. Duality of man. <laughs> That's Thank it. You, I just want to touch base. Thank you, Private Joker. Take it easy. <laughs> All right, let's go to Jay in Baltimore. Jay is a devoted rumblings question asker, but they're always baseball related. What you got, Jay? Uh, Brian, am I, uh, yeah. Hey, yeah, no baseball is definitely um, more right. on Rodgers. Um, look, we've seen him have some incredible nights, but have we seen the best of him? Have we seen him reach his ceiling? I think so. I think so. I, 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 don't, I don't look at Will Rogers right now and see a guy that I think can win nine or ten games. I don't see a guy that can overcome things the way a Dak Prescott – or even a, a Nick Fitzgerald, totally different situation, right? But you knew when the play broke down with Fitzgerald, he could always take off and get you yards. The play breaks down with Will, Will, Will Rogers. I mean, it, it's it's third and long. Yeah. So it, it, hey, one of the biggest plays of the night was when he was able to scramble in, and if, if he could do that more often. Let me tell uh, you, yeah, Jay, you you could have knocked me over with a fell <laughs> when he took off up the middle for that. I, I was I was just in shock. I was like, I cannot believe he made a play with his legs like that. And give him credit. You know what? He won the game tonight. He did. And at, he did. at the end of the day, he won the game tonight. He when they needed him, he showed up. What's funny about this game, Jay, is and it, this might surprise you, but nine minutes to go in the fourth, the third, the first quarter, Will Rogers had 120 yards passing, and I'm just looking at it like he's going to throw for 500 yards tonight. Yeah, and that was kind of the end right there. So crazy yeah. night. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, it sure was. Thanks, Jay. I appreciate it, man. Let's see here if we've got any other uh, speaker requests here. Let me get Jay out of the uh, the queue there. Yeah, we do. Brandon rushing, and then Brad Haynes wants to come back in. Brandon, go ahead. Brandon, are you there? Unmute, please. Unmute. Do you hear me? I do. Okay, Brian. So my question is, I see all the message boards. I see all that. Leach got to go. So my question is, with someone like Parsons, does that make a difference? Because I see giving him a chance, giving him a chance to make that change. Does that make a change to Parsons? Well, first and foremost, I'm moving. So let's get going here. Uh the thing with Parson is, like, you can't make coaching. Now, I, I must, let's, let's preface all this, Brandon. Mike Leach is going to be the head coach of Mississippi State next season, unless he just chooses not to. Yes. He's not going anywhere. So, 
Parsons can be a, a difference maker, I think, because he gives you that added dimension of being able to run the football. The problem is next year, Will Rogers is still the starting quarterback. So we're talking at most, at, at absolute best with Chris Parson being the starter in 2024. And I mean, I do at that point, do I think, I mean, I don't know if Sawyer Robertson is still here at that point, but if he is, I mean, I, I can't see Chris being ahead of him. So it, we're just kind of saying that this, that, that this new look is coming but when, when I, I, I will be totally honest with you. And I, you know, as a guy who I like, Will, I've interviewed him a number of times. I respect him. But if I'm Mississippi State, I, I got to look in the portal and at least see if there's a quarterback available that, that I could possibly get. Yes. You know, I, I wouldn't go for just anybody, but I would try to find the right fit there if I could. So we'll see if that happens, though. Thank you. So, all right, Brandon, appreciate the, uh, the call. And let's go now to Brad Haynes, then Caleb Rhodes, and then Ryan Strickland. Brad, you're back yeah, with me. Yeah, wanted to hop back in. Taking Earth, I just saw uh, early line for next week. Take a guess what George is favored by. 19 and a half. 17 and a half. Oh, I was a little, a little, I, would, uh, I, would, I would give the points. I would absolutely give the points. We'll see what happens. So. Yep, All right, Brad. <laughs> what did you say? Roll Tide. <laughs> Don't be like that. <laughs> Later. Later. All right, Caleb, you're up, and then Ryan Strickland. Caleb, you there? What's up, Brian? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, a win is a win is a win. I, I, I hear that on TikTok a lot. A win is a win. A win is a win. But that game had no business being that close. You're, you're absolutely correct. And it was. It, it was 24-3. to 3. It's twenty four to six at the half. State got a three and out on the first uh, first drive of the second half, and you're like, okay, just drive down here. Even if you get a field goal, you're feeling pretty good. And no, not what happened at all. And just oh, just so painful. Yeah, I'm, I'm scared to rewatch it. To be totally honest with you, I mean, I, it took years off my life, and I don't have a lot to give anyway. So, yeah. oh well. All right, thanks, Caleb. Yep, appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the most negative people you'll ever meet, Ryan Strickland. Give it to me, Ryan. What you got? That is a very nice introduction, Brian. Thank you. It's it, it's true story, though. Well, this is a guy I, I love. I love Ryan. He's one of my best friends. But he is a guy who will text me at like eight a.m. on a Sunday, be like, "What the hell is the problem?" Like, Ryan, I'm just trying to wake up. Let me be. That is correct. But I'm actually going to be kind of positive on this one. Oh my God! I hope the world can handle it. Go. Uh, we we are still on schedule, correct? <laughs> Amazingly, yes, they are still on the eight and four schedule. I would not predict them to beat Ole Miss today, but they are still on schedule. I, I wouldn't predict them to beat Ole Miss right now either. But uh, I, everyone just sounds so angry, and I get it. <laughs> You know, my heart hurts and everything like that. Yeah. You know, we still won. Entering coach boost, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But the whole, I I don't, I, I just can't agree with the Will Rogers transfer portal thing, Brian. I, I just can't. You, can't you, don't, you don't think? No. I mean, he's doing, I, I just can't agree with that. I mean, Sawyer, I mean, yes, he played, what, like five plays the whole year? 
Yeah. But there's, there's got to be something to that, right? Well, he's just not ready, yeah. yeah. If you watch those five plays, he doesn't look particularly sharp. I, I'm just saying that if you if there was a can't-miss receiver in the portal, would we tell Ra-Ra, like, hey, man, now you're the starter. We're not going to pick anybody else. No, of course not. There was a can't miss defensive back, or you know, we would not. They wanted to come to Mississippi State. We would not tell them no. So if there's a, a quarterback that you feel like can go out, and I don't know who that quarterback is. I mean, I'm not. I don't know who it is. I don't have a oh, name yeah. for it. Mean, if you but can go out there and get, if us. you can go out there and if you can improve your football team, you have to do it. Yeah, I mean, so, Will Rogers, I mean, I'm not exactly 100% confident on his background, but he's not exactly an air raid type guy. If he can go out there and find a true air raid guy that's a backup. And then- Rogers is a old school air raid guy. He ran air raid. I mean, Brandon, that's what they run uh, in, in, in high school. His dad, the offensive coordinator, is, is an air raid guy. But he's just limited. He's got some limitations. Now, he makes up for it by, you know, until tonight. He doesn't turn the ball over very much. You can count on him to make a lot of throws. He, he, I think he's a good leader. So he's got a lot of the intangibles, but the physical traits, just not just not as great. You know, he's not an elite athlete or anything like that. So we'll see. All right, Ryan. To, to bounce off your negativity, I did, full transparency, I did text Brian earlier today that said Keenum should fire Leach on the field. <laughs> exactly right. So, All right, Ryan. Thanks, buddy. All right, we got any more? Yeah, one more. My cousin wants to get back in, Stephen Augustinelli. Then we'll wrap it up as I'm about to hit the uh, the exit to the uh, garage here. I want to get back to Ole Miss. I don't – By all means. Okay, so the only somewhat impressive win they've had is Kentucky. Everything out there, that has been garbage. So I don't – Kentucky is their best win, but they beat us. If they beat us. That's what I'm saying. No, no, no. Kentucky beat us. I know, but it, it was it was at Kentucky. It's just we play different when we're on the road, and I I agree with this is on the road. That's the biggest difference. But I just I, I don't I'm not going into that Ole Miss game thinking it's a it's a definitive loss. Especially I, I wouldn't if, say definitive loss. This next two. I wouldn't say definitive loss. Well, I would say they're going to lose the next two. What happened to Arkansas? They're losing the next two. I got it. That I love works. the confidence, but it's not a definitive loss. But I would say if you made me gamble with my own money today. Then I would I would take Ole Miss. I would say Ole Miss is probably a six point favorite, and I would take I would take the Rebs and give the points. That bubble's about to burst in the next couple of weeks, brother. Won't nobody be happier than Brian Haydad when that happens? <laughs> I promise right. you that. So be good, man. All right, buddy. All right, let's wrap it up, guys. Uh, I talked to uh, Robbie. He did. I tried to get him to record tonight. I was like, let's just go ahead and put it up, but he didn't want to. We will have Victory Sunday up uh, tomorrow afternoon, and we'll take it from there. All right, guys, I really appreciate you joining me. Uh, we'll have this up. I, I got to get home, and then we'll have the uh, this up on the podcast feed, and uh, we'll go from there. Have a good night, guys.
Talk Mississippi Media Production.